Welcome to Turning Little Stones, the podcast that takes a fresh look at the fascinating world of young children. As a parent, experienced childcare professional and early years consultant, I get how much we dream good things for our children. We start out hopeful and confident, and yet somehow the daily reality can feel more like a grind than a gift. And so we easily miss out on the joys of these fleeting early years. Over time, I've come to realize that to give our children the best start in life, we first need to recognize what's going on inside them in secret. There is some great research out there, and my heart is to make some of this relatable for everyone. And so throughout these weekly podcasts, I hope that whoever you are, parent, family carer, childminder, practitioner, anyone who spends time with young children can take a moment each week to reinterpret what our children are doing and why. And by doing so, I have seen countless exasperated, bewildered, exhausted carers become re-energized and inspired as they find easy ways to connect with what their young children are naturally eager to do. A little like turning over a pebble in a rock pool to discover a hidden world tucked away. We too will look at our children with fresh eyes and delight in being part of their journey. So welcome back to Turning Little Stones. And today I've had the most glorious afternoon up in Norwich at a beautiful nursery. And the reason I've come here is to speak to two people, actually. As Wendy Compson, who I've known for many years, actually, as a colleague who ran a different nursery, but not too far away. And her passion is sustainability. And she's working very closely with Sarah Johnson, who's the owner of this nursery, who's going for a sustainability award. So can I ask you, Sarah, tell me a little bit about the setting here and about yourself. We have approximately 26 children a day and we've always considered and thought about sustainability but we were approached by Wendy and OMEP to do the Sustainability Bronze Award, the OMEP Bronze Award and we completed that and it really made us consider what we were doing as a nursery, what we were using, reusing, what the children were doing, how we can involve the parents, how we can involve the community, how we can make it part of our day-to-day life and it has been has take it's sort of become ingrained in our practice now which has been brilliant and and you really begin to notice changes taking place and how particularly things happening in the news that we can you realize oh yes we're actually adapting that to everything everything you're thinking we've talked about this with the children this has been part of our culture and what we're doing so it's yes that's it's been great yeah it's been really useful but it's really made us think about what we're using and how we're using it it's amazing and I guess that's where you come in Wendy as well because this has been your passion for many years Yes, it has. I've always been interested in the outdoors, nature, and now sustainability. 
and Sarah very kindly agreed for me to use her school as a guinea pig last oh. year to do the bronze. I'd had all the training. And um, we had a wonderful year together, N- not just me and Sarah, but her staff as well. Charlotte yes, worked yes. alongside. And she gained her bronze last summer, which was an amazing achievement. Yeah, yeah. And we're now working for silver, so that's a bigger job, but we're going to get there. I'm really awestruck by how detailed this is. I mean, I've heard of OMEC, the overall organisation, and I've seen settings and schools get certain awards, and I hadn't really understood how detailed it is. So I've sat with you in your debrief meeting this afternoon and gone through, as you've gone through together, what boxes you can tick and where you'd like to improve. And you've got three distinct pillars, is that right? Yes, we have. We've got the economic pillar, yeah. the environmental pillar, and the social pillar yeah. as well. Yeah. And each of those pillars has 10 different areas. So yes. there's 30 areas the nursery or school has to meet. Within a year? Well, it can be as long as you like, but yeah. because Sarah's children obviously go on to school, yes. we want to be able to do it with a year's cohort. Yeah. I liken it in a way to when I had my own school. Mm-hmm. We did the Green Flag Award and we actually achieved our green flag over, I think it was three years of work. But it's very much like that. Lots of practical things. Yeah. But in Sarah's case, with the OMEF Award, the parents have to come on board as well. I love that. that so the parents or the things that go home called an eye care plan? Yeah. Yes. And they tick the things that they might be doing at home. Yes. And it, my guess is it just alerts the parents to how they could do things more sustainably and, and also respond to what their children are expressing. Yes, I think that's right. Perhaps Sarah would like to say about the recycling as to how it goes through. I'd love that. So, yeah, we have... Well, this term, the children have been bringing in... Three children each week have been bringing in a mixture of recycling, of of paper, card, glass, metal, and anything else. So they, they have, and then they are putting it into their correct boxes at circle time and we're talking about where it's going all the children are very engaged they're all correcting each other when it's not going in the right box so it's got to go into the glass it's got to go into the cardboard paper why is the is the plastic wrapper going in so the discussion starts and so it's it's an interest of what somebody's brought in and then also really that everybody's involved in what is happening and so it also engages the parents to remember as well. So it's, mm. it, it then c- continues at home. So we just want those extensions to take place as well. So we know that the whole family is also being involved. Uh, and as I said, it's sort of creeped in that we're just doing it without realising it. Even mm. at lunchtime, the children are thinking about what they're putting in their lunch boxes. We're asking parents to consider how many packets they're using. We've given packages back so that parents can see what 
we don't or can't recycle here. Mm. And uh, they've been very thoughtful about what they're putting in the children's lunchboxes. So it's, it's also not buying a lot of things that are ready-wrapped, like little packets of cheeses. We sort yeah. of say, well, get a big block or little individual yogurts. We suggested getting big pots and siphoning into a plastic reusable yeah. sealed yeah. container. So it's all these, yeah, it's, it's evolving all the, the children and being them being able to share their experiences and what they brought in from home as well. So it's it's really with the I care booklets, they're also then extending that knowledge at, at home and oh. here. So it, and it can, covers all areas as well. It's not just the pillars that under those pillars you're covering literacy and maths and yes. development and cultural areas so it, it's a really holistic way of looking at sustainability and because it's evidence-based you've also got the evidence that you can then tick the EYFS yes, without a doubt it's yeah. all helping towards making the children question ask questions mm. why do we recycle mm. what can we do with it how far can we you know let's count it let's see what we've got how does it feel the textures the sight everything that we can incorporate into the children's learning as well and giving them that interest and that ability to talk the language is being used expressing themselves and it's i really, just love really the good. ideas that were pinging between you and charlotte and wendy yeah. and uh, yeah you were just alive yeah. with ideas and yes. what you've done there's so many examples in the natural world of interdependence and i think it's so good to be able to get the children started at this age. I mean, some friends of mine say to me, why are you wasting your time with such young children? But if we can give those young children the rules, if you like, for their living naturally mm. and sustainably at age three, four, five, yeah. that will stay with them, hopefully. That leads me to something that's been on my mind Recently, there's a, a lot out there at the moment on the ecology and the the world and the environment and how damaging our role, our impact has been. And, and it's our young people, it's our teenagers and our young adults who are carrying the anxiety of that. So, but there's an anxiety and a helplessness almost about it. What you're doing is you're celebrating the wonderful world that we have to live in and, and explaining to tiny children how we can keep it like that and how we can make it gorgeous for the worms in the wormery <laughs> and the tadpoles in the <laughs> and the fish in the pond mm -hmm. and all those other things that you've got in the garden. I think that's absolutely true. I mean, that's something that's concerned me very much recently. I mean, I've got four grandchildren that range from 7 to 13 and just having chats with them, the older ones certainly are very concerned yeah. about climate change and what does it really mean and what's going to happen to them. And mm -hmm. I think, too, they get quite cross with the adults that, you know, have say, well, I, I'm not going to bother to recycle or whatever. But, yes, everybody must yeah. do these things. It's not just recycling, you know, just saving water, for example. Yeah. There's a wonderful example of a little boy here when I came up about a year ago. 
And I was offered a drink of water when I came. It was a hot day. And Sarah gave me a glass of water and he looked at me and he said, are you going to drink all of that? And I said, I'm not sure at the moment. He said, well, if you don't, what will you do with it? And I said, right, I think I know what I'm going to do with it. Well, he said, what are you going to do with it? I said, I think you've got a water butt outside. He said, yes. And I said, I will go and put that in the water butt. That's correct, he said. <laughs> and... You see, so he will continue with that mm, at home. Mm. We talked about cleaning teeth, not yeah. cleaning under a running tap. Yeah. They're just simple things. But as David Attenborough said recently, he said, if you only do one thing, yeah. if everybody did one thing, yeah. it would make such a difference to our world. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Oh, one thing about this this award, the Sustainability Award, is which I didn't realise, is you've got a community and a social pillar, they called, aren't yeah. they, a pillar. Mm. And I think, Sarah, you've taken some of the children, or all of the children, I don't know, <laughs> to a local care home, residential care home for, for the elderly. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because it, it sounded lovely. It was lovely. And it, in fact, our, we've only just recently done it. And there were five children who went and were going in groups of five, six children to begin with. Mm. And they wanted to get together and we wanted to get together with a care home to, to just to see how those generations could connect. And it was just lovely because... Everybody was so pleased to see each other. The children were slightly, to begin with, it was it, they walked in and they just didn't quite know what to expect. Yeah. As none of us knew how it would go, but it it was the joy the children brought to the older people and and the older people's knowledge and they were sharing and talking and interacting, and it was beautiful to see that yeah. connections taking place. There was some. We took yeah. some equipment and there was some threading. And a lady there did knitting, so they were discussing that. And there, there, there we took some biology puzzles we had, screwdriver activity, that sort of thing. So it was really nice communication between generations. The residents. Yeah, and yeah. not to feel... I think one... Well, I know one little girl said there were three grandmas there, like grandmas. So there were, like, oh. there were probably about 15 grandmas. <laughs> so they were, they were all very keen to go back so it was just a, a lovely experience for everybody concerned so yeah it was oh. great so we're going to go back in a couple of weeks time yeah you're going to take group. the recycling one thing yes i'm going to take some recycling yeah. and we're going to do some recycling and see uh, yes we're going to see what the, what the children can explain to the older people and i thought yeah, i'm sure they they will encourage them and, and be on board but yeah so it was a lovely lovely thing to do and it is part of, it's that sort of again that holistic feel that you're mm. you're you're part of the community sadly we're quite detached here from going to the library or shops we're quite a way away so we were a bit isolated in the spot we're in so being part of a community is a little bit difficult mm. so we're having to sort of reach out for those things but yeah it worked well you are, but you're also very close to a city. We're near the hospital and the University of UEA yeah. and, and the science park. So we, fortunately we get a lot of children from a very mixed yeah. background, which is lovely because parents come from abroad to train yeah. and or work at particularly John Innes or well, anywhere really. Yeah. So that is also a really lovely experience to share different religions and different 
backgrounds and yeah. where people have come from, and that's been good. We, yeah, we have the beauty of having the city there. We've been, yeah. we go to the cathedral. We are quite involved in that side of yeah. We've we use the cathedral. Well, we've had our nativity plays there, but we've gone there Whoa. for visits and we've gone there to just for the children to experience that. But we've also been to the synagogue, and we've been to the mosque, and mm. and it's through the parents again, and it's just introduce lots of things to adults let alone the children but the mm. beauty of the children is that they come at this age with such an open mm. mind and mm. they're, they're absorbing everything so whatever you know it's a, it's a, a delight to be able to to share these things with them and as as Wendy was saying that you're you're giving them that blueprint for the future mm. that hopefully they will be the the leaders the, you I know the, the, the children who take mm. it forward and, and, and as you say, have a positive approach to mm. knowing that we can make a difference opposed to it's all doom and gloom and hopefully mm. these children will be positive in the fa- in, and, and movers and shakers, really, and, and hopefully yeah. showing others how to do it. So this sustainability, yeah. it's not just about the ecology and the environment. That's key, obviously, but it's only one of three pillars briefly mentioned the the social and cultural community mm. aspect so but that's all about interdependency as well isn't mm. it interdependency so you're talking about different cultures and the richness and the transference across and and ages and genders yeah. and religions and things like that and then the last one and i know this was an area that well you scratched your head over a couple of things <laughs> about how to to deal this and that was the the economic, that was yeah. an economic pillar of this particular award you're going for. So it's, it's not easy, but you were doing it. You were working out ways of introducing very young children to the economics of things. Yes, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So you came up with... The, well, Wendy, yes, yeah, I'll pass you over to Wendy. <laughs> with, with some sort of piece of material that you would potentially make. Yes. I, I think it's one of the areas they have to do is try and <laughs> sell things and understand the value of things. And mm. as mm. Sarah so rightly said, they had a biscuit sale. But the, what went on before those biscuits got to the parents was amazing. And that alone is worth the award, I think. But actually, they're supposed to, they're supposed to know the values. Mm. And you were saying, weren't you, Sarah, that they just don't understand, you know, something's a pound, no, something's no, ten right. pounds yes. or whatever. And I was suggesting we made a piece of material and uh, which we could do quite easily with the actual coins where they matched the coins and then we talked about what we could get, yeah. like how much would an apple be, how much would a banana be, mm. things that they actually have connections with. Mm. They probably know how much an uh, iPhone is, but that's not really very useful, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but then they wouldn't know the val- what, what that value no, is. No. So that's quite a difficult area. And which... children don't see coins in the same way no, either, no, do no. they? It's just money like, comes yes. out of a machine or, yes. it's, it's... or it's a card. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So, so I think that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but there's a few challenges there, aren't there? Just, yes. <laughs> In that last area. But well, well, you are talking to, you know, very young children. Yes. yes. 
And, and the other thing that I noticed, although you've already got the bronze award, well done, never said that, and you're going for silver, it's, yes, the nursery is evolving, but very few of those children involved last year will still be involved this year because they've gone off exactly. to school. So you're starting from scratch. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> and we, what we didn't mention was that Sarah has paired up with a school in the Seychelles and she's only just started doing that. So she hasn't got, very, they haven't had a chance really to connect very much. But they are comparing. But that's fascinating because the climate is so humid there and because of climate change it's getting worse and worse so the materials are having to replace at sort of yearly intervals which is a huge challenge the nursery the equipment the that things they're materials, using yes oh, wow. because they're made mm. from wood and mm. of course it's warping uh, but so they're now just starting aren't you mm. uh, comparing yes. things so that's going to be something that they will go on you know this will grow because as you can see, you mm. saw today the amount of things they're having to do. Well, we still have to cope with the early years curriculum mm. Mm. and everything else. So there's one or two things we have to, you know, space out the time we spend. Well, credit to you, both of you, actually. You know, it's a beautiful setting. It's really <laughs> lovely, outside and in. Thank you. And it's been a joy. <laughs> and I'm... Very confident. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) But you will be proud owners of the Silver (laughs) Award. But I guess, is there anything you would like to suggest to listeners? Maybe people involved in nursery or parents whose children go to nurseries? Would you... Would you say, oh, my goodness, this has been a massive amount of hard work and I'm not sure? (laughs) I would say say the opposite because you don't realise how much you're doing until you actually sit down and and look through everything and how much, particularly nurseries probably, we have very little money. So we have to make ends meet on a very low budget and I think every nursery is being very sustainable. Reusing paper... Uh, just making sure that everybody is warm but not overly yes. putting on you know you've got to put the heating on but it's in- incredibly Turning expensive we yeah. don't get mm. remuneration and money back from the government so we have to make do with what we get mm. and i think that nurseries are yeah if they looked at what they did and i think an awful lot have got outdoor spaces that they are probably growing things in mm. and they certainly probably have a mud kitchen and all that sort of thing but they're just to get a water butt they probably have but there's small steps yes to add to what they're already doing the yeah. good practice they're doing because i think that that is what you don't realize and that, and and taking it on yes you're taking on doing the award and, and mm. fulfilling the pillars mm. but you're also gaining so much yeah. and you're gaining so much for the children but also for the setting as a whole because although those children will move on you've still got those things implemented in and in place there's a legacy for the, there's a legacy yeah. yes so you can use them yeah. for the next set of children and and mm. that knowledge you've learnt is there to give to them so it's mm-hmm. a legacy for the setting it's a legacy for the children boy 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 yes <laughs> and their families it's yeah. it it's massive and the way you're working with other cultures and other countries this is there's a legacy worldwide mm. so 
Thank yes. you oh. for introducing us to this hugely important subject. Yeah. I well, think, uh, thanks to Wendy for introducing <laughs> it to us, I think, and getting us going and, and being so supportive throughout the whole process. And, yeah, Thank just you. you need someone like Wendy to support you. <laughs> but have a go. I would definitely do it. Perfect. Thank you so much, both of you. I really, really hope Sarah gets her award because... My goodness, she's worked so hard. And the team have, so yeah. they deserve it. And very lucky children. <laughs> Thanks so much. Until Thank next you. time. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And we hope you're left with some food for thought and ideas to try. You might like to subscribe to our podcasts on your preferred platform and follow us on Instagram or Facebook. And why not head over to our website, www.turninglittlestones.co.uk where you'll find show notes for each episode, previous podcasts, blogs, and even details on how to delve a little deeper. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review and let us know if there's an area that you would like us to cover. So finally, thank you for every like, share, comment, encouragement, and of course, for listening. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.